0: The phase two ladder study showed the port delivery system for ranibizumab was worthy of a phase three trial.
1: But was the device able to deliver a continuous dose of therapy that was similar to what you'd find in monthly injection patients?
0: I'm Greg Notstein, That's Scott Criswanius, and this is coverage of the ASRS 2020 meeting on New Retina Radio from Retina Today and Brynmar Communications doctor Dilsher Dilscher-Dute answers questions about the Phase II ladder study, which evaluated the PDS in patients with wet AMD.
1: Dr. Dute reviews the pharmacokinetic data that researchers use to determine the rate of drug release and therapeutic benefit, and previews the Phase III trial.
0: Stick here for the interview.
1: The phase two ladder study found that the port delivery system with ranibizumab or PDS designed to continuously deliver ranibizumab to patients with wet AMD was safe and that the pharmacokinetic profile of patients at six months was approximately the same whether they had the PDS or underwent monthly injections.
0: It also found that patients who had the PDS refilled had consistent serum levels, suggesting that the device's efficacy was not limited to single dose.
1: That's a lot to digest.
0: Yes, it is, and we've asked Dr. Dilsher Dute to break it down for us. Doctor Dute is a retina surgeon with California Retina Consultants in Santa Barbara.
2: Doctor Dute, thank you for speaking with us today. Hey Scott and Greg, thanks for the invitation. It's truly a pleasure.
1: So here's what we know. The phase two ladder study randomly assigned patients to one of three dosing groups with a PDS or two monthly ranibizumab injections. Patients were evaluated for pharmacokinetic details. Tell us why that's so important.
2: So Scott, this is really important. The port delivery system is truly an innovative device. And as physicians, we're interested to know you know, is this device overdosing our patients, underdosing our patients? or is there consistent PK profile? And so the, the goal of this analysis was to look at that. Uh, and it was based on the serum pK profile. and and it was appropriate to look at the serum pK profile because the implant release is really the rate limiting step. The implant was designed to release at one hundred days. Uh, of a half-life, and we know that the elimination of uh, manubizumab from the vitreous is seven days, and the serum is really two hours, and so you can think of it as a funnel. And so no matter how wide the funnel, really the implant is what is limiting the uh, PK uh, overall.
1: What did the researchers find?
2: So in this trial, uh, they looked at the PK profile uh, for the PDS device uh, in the three doses you mentioned, and also for intravitreal But there were predefined time points that were measured. Everyone's serum was collected at randomization uh, for the ranibizumab monthly arm. Patients were also sampled at months one, three, nine, and the final study visit. In the PDS arms, there were more samples taken. You know, at one hour following implant insertion, one, seven, and fourteen days, and every month thereafter, uh, uh, samples were collected. Uh, and then also one in seven days after each refill. So a lot of data uh, to look at. The gist of what was found was that, you know, in the 100 milligram per milliliter PDS arm, uh, there was consistent dose release of the uh, ranibizumab. Even up until 16 months, uh, there was uh, uh, detectable ranibizumab in the serum.
1: How did that compare with monthly ranibizumab injections?
2: Very good uh, question, you know. so monthly ranibizumab uh, was detected and, and the samples were taken at the trough. And So uh, monthly ranibizumab, the trough was 82.9 picograms per milliliter, and if you look at the uh, 100 milligram per milliliter PDS arm, uh, at six months, the serum concentration was 296 picograms per milliliter, and so this compared very favorably, uh, actually squarely toward the center of the predictable monthly ranibizumab concentrations.
1: Did any single PDS arm show a better PK profile than the others?
2: You know, actually, so there were three different uh, PDS doses. There was a low dose, 10 milligram, intermediate dose, 40 milligram, and a high dose, 100 milligram. And actually, it was a dose-dependent response that we saw when we looked at the PK profiles. And so the 100 milligram dose uh, had the highest uh, levels of concentration of ranubizumab in the serum.
0: And what happened after the PDS was refilled?
2: That's a great question. As physicians, we want to know if we refill this a first or second time or third time. Is the implant going to release at a continuous rate that's consistent and predictable? And it turns out that it was in fact continuous and predictable. We saw that the serum concentrations of anubizumab were uh, consistent after first refill and second refill uh, over the time course uh, that was evaluated. That is all really encouraging news. What should we expect in phase three? This phase three structure, uh, again, we're using Ranibizumab dosed at monthly intervals as the control. Uh, Of course, we selected the PDS 100 milligram per milliliter dosing. Uh, Patients were uh, dosed initially, then every six months thereafter. Toward the end of the study, uh, patients are uh, enrolled at 96 weeks into the portal extension uh, study. The primary endpoint is the change in best corrected visual acuity score from baseline averaged over weeks 36 and 40. Dr. Duke, thank you for joining us. Hey, Scott and Greg. Thanks for having me. And I hope to see you guys soon, hopefully in person at, at one of the upcoming congresses.
0: And that's it for this episode of New Retina Radio. If you haven't already, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And please review New Retina Radio on Apple Podcasts. It really helps your colleagues find what we're up to. Until next time.